Strutting while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're uh, doing a little Instagram live video here and okay. recording at the same time. Can we start this podcast, Warren? Let's start this podcast. <laughs> Look at Warren. Warren's having trouble, dude. I don't know. Uncle Whammer Jammer, let's do this I'm thing. I'm trying, I'm trying. Old man I'm- Warren. No, he sees that I've got it all set up killer, and then you want to recreate that. Uh-oh. you got to plan ahead, man. Uh, this took me 20 minutes to set up. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. <laughs> My name is Warren. I'm Brian. Uh, I'm Art. And I'm Lane. This is a Thursday edition. Thanks for joining us. Um, <clears throat> I guess some people are watching us live on the Insta. Yes, sir. That's cool. Um Makes, yes. it, makes it kind of awkward, doesn't it? It does. Well, yeah. it's like having a, like a, you know, when you were in class and the teacher was kind of nervous because the, there was like an observer in that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the TA or, yeah. or you don't know who he yeah, is. Yeah. And it was like, uh, Mrs. Smith is wearing like a kind of a fancier outfit today. Mm-hmm. Usually she has stains on her clothes and yeah, she's yeah. kicking kids and, um, a little that, flustered. Right. She We're made just, the agreement with the class beforehand. She's you, like, look, you kids. shut the fuck up. <laughs> There's going to be an hour where, yeah, Superintendent Jenkins is here. Yeah. You don't say shit. I'm just like, I'm just kind of bummed that I have to wear pants. Like, I normally don't. You know, I know. It's we are too. Yeah. I know. Actually, I sometimes do just wear, like, um, no shoes or yeah. slippers. I've been underwear. L.L. Bean slippers. Let let it be known that we're L.L. Beans in our podcast studio, so everything's yeah. fine. I mean, that's pretty normal for Lane, though, right? He's pretending like he doesn't wear his L.L. Beans out in public, but that's you do. I'll wear, you do. Him. I'll wear them to the store. We usually say the L.L. Bizzles. L.L. Bizzles in the hizzle. Um, how you guys doing? You guys feeling good? Yeah. Yeah? How you doing? You doing good? Ready to answer some questions? Yeah. I'd, I'd like to I don't know. How, what do you guys think about these little screens? I don't know. It's a little funky. It's kind of weird. I kind of want to take it away. It. I'm yeah. having trouble. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you turned yours into a, a Yeah. This is a fresh thing, by the way. I don't know our, if we need them, dude. Yeah. Our viewers, listeners, yeah, we, we, uh, Lane picked up some little diffusers, uh, that go in front of the mics, and this is fresh, kind of trial right now. Um, uh, Whammer Jammer over there already, uh, I had tucked, his, <laughs> tucked his in under his, uh, armpit. And I'm using a more expensive mic today. Oh, oh yeah, you're using the condenser mic. No, it's no. not. I I told you the story. Didn't I, I forgot. It's a diffuser condenser. Yeah, I bought it. I bought a condenser mic, and then it picked up every background noise. And our professional studio isn't equipped for such a device. So um, I went back to another dynamic mic. But this is uh, this mic cost as much as all six of our mics that we have. All right, Combined. So, so let us know wow. if uh, Lane sounds any better this time around. It's hard to sound better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lane can't sound any better. Golden voice. This is the nicest, clearest hate you've ever heard. That's possibly. true. Yeah. That's true. This is organic hate. Spe- speaking <laughs> yeah. of all this uh, inside baseball stuff, a challenge. I guess we got some feedback that we talk over each other, and it's maddening for some. Uh, first of all, I- <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe we could try to not do that One and see thing- how it turns out. One thing we should note is that... Warren are... fails immediately. Oh, oh, you just did. <laughs> there are many times where Art is calling in, and it may sound very professional because we're using a recorder on his end as well, but we can't see when he's talking or not talking, and yeah, I could see that getting... Uh... Or how about when he's on a boat and there's <laughs> cool, a 35-second like... delay? Uh, yeah. That is a very good point. Although I will say that I, after we got that feedback, I listened to the... Uh, the episode before last, and there was a lot of talking over each other. Ooh, I think nice. we just get excited. Duly we noted. do. Duly noted. So we apologize. We're learning every day, just as I'm learning how to take this off right But now. I also think if we we need to monitor our talking over each other, but I think if we're too stringent, you know, if we, if we, if we, like, just... If we follow that too closely, if we abide to that, we'll be so boring and dry. Be like, what will, what do you think, Brian? Brian? Oh. Would you like to answer that question? 
can I, for example, I would have cut Lane off because he was stumbling, was stumbling. but then I had to let him keep going because but you I don't. Should've. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Yeah. This is a conversation. Whatever. Just we haven't like talked going. about cars yet. Let's freaking start that, please. All right. Let's answer some questions. I got let's a Panamera. Some... Yeah. It's pretty sweet. It's heavy. What is that made of? Panamera paperweight? Yeah. Metal. This yeah. is like. Panamera weight. All right. Questions from Instagram. Kyle, Kyle JF90. The 911 RSR race car is mid-engined. So if Porsche decided to make the next 911 mid-engine, would people get out their pitchforks or would they accept it begrudgingly like they did water cooling? I saw that RSR at the Porsche party with and said what's up to Patrick Long when he was standing next to it. I think Racing Ali made some joke like he was going to race him in his M is a M2002. Oh, snap. Like, Patrick Long gave him like a shrug like, hmm. That was, that was his reaction. He takes his racing very seriously. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I think they would be fine. I think it would be fine. Yeah, yeah, especially the demographic that's buying that car. It's like, yeah, they want they want to buy Porsche's latest and greatest, they whatever they want to give them. Yeah, at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty easy yeah, to it is, imagine. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's technically better. I mean, that's like the whole thing, right? If you're buying into a new Porsche, you're trying to buy the latest and greatest thing these days. So, like, I I don't see it. I mean, PDK didn't affect anything. Like, and it didn't really change the shape. No. Brian. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Uh, is there a rear seat? Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, otherwise you're looking at a Cayman at this point. If the 911 became a Cayman, would that be a problem? <laughs> I think so, because part of the allure of the 911 yeah. is that it's like a practical car. Yeah. You can, you're sporting, but you can have that excuse of carrying the kids. For sure. Totally. Yeah. And 991s have a lot more rear like leg and seat space than uh, standard than anything before that. I don't know if you know. Now that I think about it, how the hell would you have a rear seat? Seems like something would have to give. Oh, right? Name a mid-engine car with a rear seat. I guess right? 308. Well, the, GT4. But does a 308 GT4, GT4 have a flat yeah. 6? It's a flat motor, so really low center of gravity. Mid-mounted, so yeah, but it to... still has to. In, in... No, I mean, it's already the packaging is tight with the rear. Yeah, engine, I don't right? think you could. Like it's a small rear seat. Yeah, it's not a flat so... six. I think it's doable. Longer wheelbase. What's I mean, not the a car... flat six? Oh, the Dino. No, he's saying oh, the Porsche. No, no. Oh, you're saying the Porsche yeah, would yeah, yeah, be yeah, 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 for yeah, packaging yeah. purposes. Like I mean, uh, I don't know, I don't know why I said low center of gravity, but, but ultimately it's low enough to where you can. I feel. Yeah, like but it's not going to go under the seat. I don't know. Transaxle goes there. And so, are you suggesting too that the wheelbase is? different it's i think it is longer yeah i mean i think also for the street cars i can totally see them lengthening it like it's shorter nose. grand tour it already is so with the 991 they did move the engine forward yeah and they made the wheelbase longer so it's almost mid-engine the way it is right now we need to I look mean, at technically. it we need to look at an rsr and see what the rear space looks like if it would yeah. be possible yeah i didn't even think to look mm. in the cabin it was pretty dark. They didn't have. It was really, really dark. It was almost like one of those fake ones. Like, yeah, yeah like, it was no almost like here. they put like crazy tint in there. That um, was at that Porsche party in Monterey we went to. Yeah, it was in the front though on the grass. And I mean, uh, one thing that we're not talking about is like that is a big piece of the character. It's an odd engine configuration. The weight's in the rear, and the car drives differently because of that. And they have spent so much who are time good at driving with yeah. it can take advantage of that that's true. a mid-engine car is totally different and it's taking away from what makes Porsche yeah you know special. what maybe they'll stay the same and then they'll make like gt cars mid-engines i could see that mm. yeah right like kind of like Corvette's talking about doing where they're gonna still have the traditional corvette and then they're gonna add the stingray line or whatever it's gonna be called and that's gonna be the mid-engine one oh. and that's gonna be more of like a high dollar car like I thought they were going to twenty five k. I thought they were going to make both or, or just the just the mid engine from now on. Pretty sure that's smart. They'll do that because yeah. they need that cheaper entry point. Mm-hmm. And mid engines are more expensive packaging too, and all that stuff. So, so. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, where they have both. I mean, it's like the GT three RS is going to be mid engine versus the standard cars yeah. because they're more practical to have. That How about just make an RSR that's mid engine? <laughs> oh wow, standalone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that would sell. yeah. So I, I think to answer this question, I think five hundred grand. Yeah, pe- people would pull yeah. out their pitchforks, and it's not just because like they would, but you know, low surface that they're saying you know we don't like mid engine. It's because unique driving experience would be kind of missing. Although it's going to be a, an amazing driving experience, mm. the thing that makes unique uh, Porsche unique would be missing. And if no back seat, then that would be a big. Well, thing. they would they yeah. totally would pull out their pitchforks, but. 
they get over it. Just like they got over the Cayenne and the yeah. Panamera. I feel and, like and the I feel like the, the demographic that's buying those cars is not even taking advantage of that driving experience and don't even get to really explore yeah. the limits. Now with traction control and all yeah, the like, different gizmos yeah, the, and the fat tires and everything, yeah, like, are they really that, are people really taking advantage of rear wheel drive or rear engine? I don't think so. I think it's a very small group of people, and that those people would protest. But I mean, those people have air cooled Porsches or nine nine sixes or whatever. Yeah, and those people are probably buying the car used, and yeah, they're more enthusiasts, right? So, yeah, I Um, I have to say, just to our uh, listeners or our viewers that are watching us live, uh, hang in there because we will be incorporating some questions from the guys that are viewing us live, guys and gals. Um, So don't uh, drop off. Stay we still tuned. don't. We still don't know how to do that yet. But yeah, we'll incorporate you somehow. <laughs> just, just stay tuned. <laughs> I like the use of incorporating people. I Absolutely, enjoy yeah. that. they're I part of that. the community, man. They're That's part right. Of the, the cult or whatever That's we decided right. to call it That's the other right. day. I wish they could all show up as little uh, holograms oh, in the man. center of the table. That'd be cool. That's like a Black Mirror episode. We're almost there. Julian Sammons has a good question. He says he's only been listening for a few months and would love to hear us define sense of occasion and wafting. Mm. Oh, jeez. Wafting's the... easy. So wafting involves a, a vehicle with a pillowy ride. But not too pillowy. It still has some sense of control. But uh... now <sighs> wafting mm. is like literally it's this, right? Yeah, getting a smell for something like right? when you when you uh, basically float to a pie in a window. Oh, there yep. you go. Yeah, <laughs> is that what you're talking about? No, that's floating. <laughs> like, that's different. I know what you're talking about. Though. Yeah, you you're see, thinking you ride quality stuff. I mean, what, what, the how I know it is from like uh, high school chemistry or whatever. They would say, "Don't just smell stuff." You know, you have to like waft it. It's like yeah. the safe thing to do. Like, sure. And, uh, and so, I mean, I, I get the way I picture that with cars is like you know a nice corinthian leather interior <laughs> where it's like you know and, and it's just like you're you're taking light breezes of whatever right. uh, luxury uh, and mexican hmm. blankets is incorporated into yeah. this expensive automobile. i think that's part of it you want that that luxury cosseting feel but ultimately i believe it's a handling and ride quality mm. thing to, well that's your uh, interesting oh. to me it's, it's more and, about it, it's I like it's, how I, I can say it and it means something to me it's, <laughs> to me it's this big heavy like like solid substance of a car yeah. going down the road with a nice controlled pillowy ride. I think that's just, wallowing. No, no, no. wallowing is bad. Going all over. But yeah, the wallowing place. is like. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's what I thought your hand was doing. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about just like absorbing all the bumps and just just like. Yeah, yes, like, waft. Yeah, wafting. Just say it. Say it again. Wafting. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's all you so, need to do. So, and you could be really cozy in the back. <laughs> the number one element for me that, for that, that really kind of like defines waftability and wafting in a car <laughs> is how effortless it is to experience, to drive and to move. So a big V8, like yeah. just, Tons it, of you just move down the road with minimal effort, minimal bullshit, like just... Like a, like a Bentley or, or a big S class, my, even the 500 SEC, like you, you know, quarter throttle, you're just moving, no drama. And, but it also incorporates an element of the ride. It's like very smooth and also the build quality. There's something about the, the materials and the smells as you're describing. It's all of that combined. But most importantly is how effortless it is to drive in, in, in to cruising. So whether it is yeah. the braking, the steering, yeah. you just kind of steer and you it's go. All part of it. And you're just kind of cruising and floating along the road. You're definitely not at 7,000 RPM like shifting through gears. Right. Yeah. No jarring ride. Or it's and when Art's like That's the, the equivalent of like taking a very strong sniff, you know? like I like the <laughs> yeah. parallel with a like a, a nice light, low, low touch, uh, you know, wafting of of any smells in chemistry class is similar to like very low effort, uh, you know, driving or whatever you're describing there. Yeah. Like when art rips a fart in a car and he just lets it walk. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, and, and Brian just, just takes up. it in, you know, <laughs> uh, that's for me wafting. He does a hard sniff. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> hard sniff. He's like, I'm more of a hard sniffer. Yeah. Bottles it up. On yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, we got some You complaints. need to take this fucking thing off your mic. No. <laughs> I'm looking. At your eyes are perfectly covered by that fucking arm. <laughs> well, we got to see what, how your mic sounds compared to ours this time. Okay. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. know if I like the having the two different dynamic. The you want to solve I'm gonna take this shit off. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Actually, um, all right, we need so- yours. We need yours for like an actual test, right? We need a control because if right now we're trying to test your mic, and if you yeah, have shit on it, we're gonna just just we'll swap out mics after this 
podcast so we get his same voice. Uh, it's going to be the same <laughs> setup. All right. Sense of occasion. Sense of occasion is more complicated. We struggled with this term. It wasn't something we, we chose. Like we sat around in a think tank and said, yes, that's the term we want to use. But we tried character. No, who's the guy that wrote about it? David E. Davis? Yes. Yeah. Right? It was, yeah, about, yeah. He was describing an experience going out with his wife in some car. And yeah. it was like a car that had sense of Yeah, like an E-type, I think it was. Might have been, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it just encompasses what that certain something that we don't know how to describe. That je ne sais quoi. Thank That's you. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of different is elements. A, is that a hand eye? And then we, uh, <laughs> then it turned into sense of a Cajun. That's right. No, dude, stop. And somehow it's hashtag SOC. <laughs> because we started that. Instead of it's SOO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. SOO. Um, I'm open to the listeners talking about what they think. Well, wow. I mean, we you defer. We can We've gone over it before. Yeah. But well, that's what I'm saying. I think we all have different versions of what sense of occasion is. So, But I, I've always said I think it's what If we all say food truck, we all win. That's true. I think it's what gets you excited. Like, if you can drive point A to point B and making that drive a sense of occasion, right? No, no, it has to have sense of occasion. But I think the car... Making it an occasion. occasion. It makes it an occasion driving that car. So So what element, what level of of that does the car have? Mm -hmm. So that's the... Right. So high level of sense. So going to the liquor store down the street, if I had a Lotus Super Seven, what are you buying at the liquor store? Uh, I'd buy a six pack of beer. Okay. And if I'm driving a Lotus Super Seven, not a Lotus Super Seven. <laughs> I'd have tons of room for. I can have multiple six packs of beer. Um, but getting in that car would be a total sense of occasion. Yeah. I'd be you know strapped in. I'd be low. We'd and, have to lube you up. Yeah, exactly. And they'd be, you know, banging through the gears of those two blocks bang, bang, bang. and slamming over those fucking I mean, it would just be dividers. a big yeah. thing, but also yeah. getting in um a Mercedes 6.9 with this really cool like really nice leather and wood on the inside and everything and a nice like burbling, you know, V8 stuff. That would be a a sense of occasion going to like liquor store as well. Yeah. In like a in a, you know, mustard kind of way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely different things. I mean, uh, but it's ultimately a car that um, that regardless of, of where you go, right, is going to actually give you that exper- that cool experience. It's like the je ne sais quoi that you described. It's like it's something awesome. It's not going to be sterile. It's not going to be a Camry. It's not going to be a Prius. It's something that gives you something extra and is going to create whatever drive you do an, into an occasion. And so we've talked about like radar graphs and like what what in, what actually comprises in, or what is a sense of occasion comprised of. And for us, it's different things, right? Like I've said famously that 50% of sense of occasion is the sound the car makes, right? So you can incorporate that. There's the way that the steering feels. There's the way the door closes, door closes. There's the smells. Yeah. Um, there's the aesthetic component. Looking back at your car, like if it has that, that's part of the sense of occasion, right? The like, year it was made. Um, and also the like, view out the greenhouse, like, totally. a, like a, a pillarless two door coupe has exactly just yeah. this, like such a cool feeling when you're riding in it. And I think that's, that's a part of that for sure. big, that score is high on sense of occasion. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Walter M. Wood. Oh, whoa. You're just going for that. Quick. Yeah. I think that's good. Right. Brian, what you yeah, got? I mean, I, well, I think you all agree. Cause we were on question two. I know, but you know, he's asking all of us. I think <laughs> I, I I think we all agree on that one, but uh it's important to note in my opinion that my C four Corvette does not really have sense of occasion. I feel like that's different. It's sense and, of death. It's like sense of adventure or yeah. something, or like mm. sense of yeah, possible. There's awful like, shit it, happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's like Judgment Night. Every time you drive, yeah, it's like scary, right? Yeah, yeah. like you don't know. Dennis Leary could and pop there, out. Maybe there's little moments of uh, sense of occasion, and and you know maybe once it's more put together, and I pull the the t top thing off. Oh, that'll, then, help. that'll it, help. Then it classifies, but Do at you the think moment it, it'll it's get like, there. It's more <laughs> like sense of adventure. Do you or think if, if it was in like perfect condition, it would have sense of occasion? absolutely? Okay, absolutely. It's a sense of shittiness right now. <laughs> there are a lot of sense involved. Yeah. yeah. If that, All sorts. If that helps. Yeah. Meth sense. Whatever that smells like. Your car. Walter M. Wood. 
Besides removing my chrome fender covers and getting new wheels, what upgrades should I do on the R107 to make it more 70s sports car-ish? Well, you need to put your Euro bumpers on that you have sitting on a yes. junk car in your yard. I, okay. I ran into him this weekend at Berkeley Cars and Coffee, by oh. the way. Okay. So I talked to him about it a little bit, and we were he was talking about taking his chrome fenders off. Yeah, well, that's a no-brainer. And he was talking about, because he was talking about how he hasn't done much of his car, he doesn't have money. I'm like, dude, take your fucking fenders off. He's like, yeah, I'm actually just lazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't it just, they're held on by screws, right? Yeah, yeah just, it, it's super easy. Yeah, like it could be screws. scary, but it sounds like they're usually like, fine. People underneath. are scared that there's rust underneath, because that could be, a, that's a thing. Yeah. But we are in California, and his car is actually really clean, and it looks like, it has original paint or, you know, mm. it's, it's pretty nice. So. Um, what year is this car? I do not know. No, but I you forget. could do like straight exhaust if it's early enough. That would be pretty cool. That, would be very you know, a good sound. That would be. No, I wouldn't. Does he have his, uh, an aftermarket steering wheel? Uh, those steering wheels suck. Yeah, like an does. AMG wheel would be cool. Yeah, those AMG and, and are do some, get some Pentas. They're not cheap, Pentas, but uh, that would be cool. Some auxiliary really lights. Wide wheels, yeah. Some auxiliary lights up front. But yeah, mm-hmm. Euro bumpers for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Euro think, bumpers, pentas, like wide-ass pentas, like nine-inch mm-hmm. wide or something. And I do think driving lights look really cool on those. And how about this? If you're going that far, mud flaps. Yeah. Sure. Flaps and a straight cool. exhaust. Dang. Yeah, do that it. That sick. Um, Yeti Overland. What two cars are the most and least deserving of ITBs, uh, individual throttle bodies? It's also my birthday today. Can I get a shout-out? Shouts out. Holla. Uh, Yeti Overland in the house. I don't know what a shout-out does anymore. Yo, yo, yo. Brian's, <laughs> Brian's really good at shout-outs. Oh, yeah. Shout, shouts him out. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't do I do not do shout-outs when they're asked for. Oh, on demand, eh? <laughs> it's like you can't pick a nickname. You got to be good. No, one. it's I just don't I, I don't want to get in the business of shouting out. <laughs> I want it to come naturally. <laughs> I know. What if you do a, a shout-out for a few people, then all of a sudden you got to keep doing shouts-out. I think we should. Shouts what, out. what about a Patreon? <laughs> Patreon for shout-outs? <laughs> oh, there you go. Brian's hey, YouTube channel. Where are we supposed to I will sell someone out. out? I will sell out, actually. Who? Someone. Yeah. But we're not going to remember. <laughs> okay. There's okay. too much to look up right now. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know about this question. I'll let, I'll leave what was the art. question again? Uh, um, what two cars are the most and least deserving of ITBs? So is he asking like a car that came with them or that we or just to install? I'm on? not sure. I know it's your birthday, Yeti Overland, but this question is difficult. He must have something in mind. Yeah, like I'll tell you one right now that comes to mind immediately because I, they've been on my mind a lot is the 19016 valves. They have that shitty CIS, uh, you know, injection. Yeah, and that whole system is extremely like muffling and like it does. Not only is it restrictive, but like. With a dual overhead cam, high revving motor, one of the coolest things that you get out of that is the sound that it makes, induction sound specifically, right? So if you were to do ITBs on something like that, that sounds fucking epic, right? Because you have high revving, dual overhead cam, you know, so you're going more displacement. From, I, I thought he was maybe going for uh, appearance. Appearance. Like what What engine would benefit the most? and Aesthetically. Yeah. Huh. But maybe I, I, I'm reading into yeah, it. Yeah. I was thinking, I mean, yeah, because I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if you mean stock or if something that you can install on, because some engines came stock with ITBs, but like, like a fucking W123 wagon with ITBs is kind of silly. I yeah. mean, it, it would be kind of cool, but I, I always know. like seeing uh, Mark 1 GTIs. Yeah. That's a clean. Yeah. That look cool. Because they, they they're right there, up. like trumpets looking right at you. Yeah. You know, for sure. Uh, JPod 999. When you make a PB and J, do you put PB on both slices of bread or we just should, one? We should do this soon, by the way. I think. Right? Okay, sure. Let's yeah. do it this. Wait, uh, PB and J. Thanks for thanks for interrupting me there. Just one one side. No talking over each other. Jesus Christ. <laughs> PB and J. One side. PB on one, jelly on oh, the other. You know what I do? No, no. Peanut butter on both sides. Oh. So that the the jelly doesn't leak into the bread. No, I don't want. How long are you no, going to wait to I eat want it? it? Protected, <laughs> but you're going to eat that sandwich. What in six years? Just <laughs> eat it, dude. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> so you skim both sides with, and with then you're going to get peanut butter. peanut butter on your jelly knife. No, I use a different knife. <laughs> oh, two knife process. It. Here's how you clean it: you wipe it on one side, and then with you the other the piece bread. of bread, you clean and the knife, you and then you jelly. do. The... Nope. 
Dude, because yeah, I don't want the jelly leaking into the fucking bread. By the way, that is one of the best parts. One of the best parts that you're missing out on. On the one side, I put it together. I don't know, man. But then the jelly's gonna slide all over. Doesn't matter. You're the deciding factor. If you're making kids sandwiches for lunch, you gotta do it that way. Dude, I don't. You don't want some soaked in. Do you open it up from the lunch and it's like you can see the jelly soaking through? I just not bad. I make like a tortilla wrap, peanut butter and jelly. It Ooh, sounds like you're going to have too much peanut butter. No, you do, really, no, you do off, it dude. thin. You do it really thin. Hey, I grew yeah. up in a fucked up family where <laughs> okay. my, my parents, you win. no, they, they did it the normal way. You're, you're a stupid way. But they serve, it was only, we only had sourdough bread growing up. So I like that, sourdough's actually. PB&J and no, sourdough? It's not, PB, it's not good, dude. Yeah, no, it's not. If you would have said rye, then wheat, we would have had, we would have had a moment of silence for you. But. but you're a rye guy. I am, but not for peanut butter and jelly. No, that's horrible. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Wheat, I, don't I don't like wheat for PB&J. Oh, yeah. I don't mind wheat. Like a, yeah, a nice honey great. wheat or something? Absolutely. Oh, a nice honey wheat. You're going to throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking just like run-of-the-mill wheat. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not a pillowy, wafty fucking... You like Wonder Bread? I never got it as a kid. I didn't I either, but out. I remember going to friends' house. Oh, it was like candy. So awesome. Yeah, I know. They, oh, they had man. me at the advertising. So Stovetop stuffing, never. What about yeah. the little the, the pouches, like the Uncrustables that didn't have the crust? Do you remember those? It I was never like had a, them. It's like a no. peanut butter and jelly calzone. Just imagine that. <laughs> and uh, it was just stuffed with the stuff. Um, but I'll say this. Uh, what Lane is describing is a peanut butter sandwich with jelly. <laughs> Thank in it. you. Thank you. I don't you. know. That's I mean, good. It, 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 it's, it feels like as soon as you take a bite, it's going to squeeze out or something. Yeah. I don't know. That is the problem. And then you're going to die. <laughs> it, it does want to. So that is the issue with it. There, it that's a good point. Because it wants or, to leak out because yeah, it doesn't have it, a place it, to go. It, yeah. But it's so fucking good that way. <laughs> I'll have to give it a shot. And I you're also gonna you're it. gonna die immediately from too much peanut butter. No, you're, you're <laughs> the same problem. amount. You're just you're just putting it on really thin. Do you want to do something here? I don't know how it works, man. What I do you just, mean? I don't know. There's like four comments. Like, right, what's the we have some listeners on Instagram right now, live. Hi, Hi. folks. Hi guys. And uh, we're gonna answer a few questions <laughs> okay, from hold Instagram. On. Hold so on. So ask them now. Kyle yeah. FJ90 says, "I mix the PB and." And jelly in a bowl and then up. spread it. Yeah, oh, right. Really? No, no, that's like no. Hawaiians. They mix the uh, no. the the ketchup and the mayo, right? Whoa, really? Oh, uh, they do that in Southwest. They call it. Okay. Uh, I think they just call it French fries. Like Isn't sauce. that Thousand Islands? It's like Thousand no, Islands. I mean, no, because that has pickles in it. Yeah, but it's the same base. Kind of the same. Yeah. So basically, the idea, real quick here, we're gonna do quick fire. Send in questions now. We're gonna choose in some questions from the guys that are on the live video now. So. Oh, yeah, you're if you're listening to this, you're all fucked up. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> this is dude, a way to, dude, dude, way to really engage dude, our audience. Dude, yeah. <laughs> no, integrate. We're integrating. Dude, 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 dude. By the way, I Are really like... Are there any more beers? It's kind of like, no, dude, I told Art to get some. I'm like, I only have five. I just showed up. And yeah. then he just showed up. He goes, do you want me to stop and get beer? I said, yeah, I have five. And then he just shows up empty handed. Yeah, sorry, Alex Jordan, because I was like commenting on here. He's like, yeah. drink a beer for me, B. I and I don't have... I, ain't got I wish I... I have LaCroix. You want me to go get some? Yeah, I'd, I'd take one. So okay. my femur hurts. <laughs> well, hello guys. Pod the shit out of this cast. It's not a question. That's not a comment. Favorite car? Okay, so this is Invictus Motors. Favorite car you have driven so far? Yours or someone else's? Period? Huh? Oh man! Favorite, favorite car? Favorite ever. car that you've Isn't that, driven? That's so hard that you've driven. Like picking my favorite child. I can tell you which one. <laughs> <laughs> not difficult at all. Uh, God, that is so hard. I'm just trying to remember all the cars I've driven. And yeah. I used to have a list. Are there I, any good ones? I, I really like driving Arts NSX. That was favorite. So I'm not gonna, I can't say that's my all-time favorite. Damn, but... I feel bad now for selling it. Yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up good. Um, yeah, that was a fantastic car. You felt a lot of senses of occasions, and um, it drove fantastic. And was I felt easy zero to drive. senses of occasions in it. Well, that's your opinion. Man. Exactly. But I never got to drive your 993, so don't know what that's like. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Scanning. Dude, I can't. My race car wins over everything else I've driven, but I I don't. I haven't really driven what was your many car? cool cars for the uh, viewers. Uh, and Specky 30. 944 race car was a lot of fun. That was fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Dude, I don't have an answer to this. Think about it. Good question, though. Yeah. And Art doesn't have one either. Be yeah, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm like scanning the Rolodex right now. I remember, shoot, being young and driving that 612 Scagaletti with a six-speed. Scagaletti. Scagaletti was a cool 
thing. Was that that's that black one that you picked me up in? <clears throat> yeah, the black V12 manual. Yep. That was dude. I cool. have to find the videos I took from that day because uh, yeah, they're huh. somewhere. I remember getting my 996. Was one you know I was like 26 years old or whatever. That was one of those days where You're like holy crap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like I think I'm I I don't really have like specific cars. It's just like when I drove them and mm-hmm. and that kind of stand up. What like 996 GT3 was like, one of my favorite all time driving cars. Mm. Dude, your 996 was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Like car. I, I haven't driven all the shit you guys have, but yeah. that that stood out for me. Actually. My box 62s. Oh yeah, talk yeah. about waft, dude. Waftability. Lots of waft. Big car and still fast. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll think about it. Yeah. Any, it. Anything else, Art? Yeah, I'll have to think about that. Might have to Engage, integrate, integrate these fools. Um. Is DWA going to make fidget spinners? Hell kinda, yeah. Aren't they out of style now? Yeah, they're, they're out. Yeah. I asked my I asked my daughter the other day, and she said, done, done, Dad. She said, I think everyone still has them. They just don't play with them. So what's next? I don't know. I've seen some Let's other ones. on the DWA product team. And, these have been yeah. these, like, titanium things. Oh, yeah. They're not even spinners. They're just, titanium. like, huh. some... Some stupid things kids are into, like, this... Uh... Like, what's it called? Uh, slime? Like, they all want to make slime? Oh, yeah. So dumb. What do you do with it? <laughs> slime people. Just make a what mess in my house? Yeah. What if you brought snap bracelets, bracelets <laughs> back? Snap bracelets. It's a little hard to what say. What if you brought <laughs> There's no snap good way to bracelets. say it. Yeah. What if you brought those back? They've never seen them really, right? No, they, they've seen them. They, they know. Yeah, yeah, they know. They're in the know. All right, so another question here. Uh, we got uh, the 91 Sun. When will there be new merch? That's a good oh, question. Lane is, Lane's ahead of merchandising. I'm the merch guy. What, what kind oh, do you want? We wait, actually wait. have some merch coming up soon. But can't yeah. we also Teespring it up? I mean, you can always go to DWA yeah, yeah. Teespring. Yeah, we have stuff on Teespring all the time. And, and you can have... pick colors, sizes. You don't have to just get what we have in yeah. stock. And there's sweatshirts. Yeah. Show them the sticker that we got. Oh yeah, there's a new sticker, an A sticker, mad stickers. And then, um, should I show them these? Oh yeah, we got uh, leather keychains. We have leather keychains. DWA coming soon after Coastal Range Rally, and we have blue ones. Yes, I really like those. I put one on my Mighty Max keychain. I've been digging it. Here's the blue ones. So yeah, and then we'll come out with some more stuff. Yeah. We got uh, one more. Uh, let's throw it in there. Connor Coon's photo. What's your take on engine swaps? Keep it original to the car, or who cares? I did the V8 and the Volvo, and thinking a Subaru in the Vug may be in the Vug, <laughs> in the Bug, <laughs> may be the thing to do eventually. Subaru in the Bug would be. Yeah, I think that's a pretty like, no brainer. I mean, in theory, I love the idea, but I just look at it as a giant pain in the ass. Yeah, for everything from doing it to servicing it to having issues down the road. Yeah, but, and that's only because the ones I've been around are that case. Yeah, so that's a, a TDI Vanagon that my friend JT had, and we had a lot of issues getting it dialed. Um, and then the Subaru swap Vanagon as well. So even more so, I think for the if you don't build it yourself or for the next buyer, cause you don't really know what's in it or what's been done. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of investigating and stuff. Um, even my brother's Scirocco, it has, uh, he doesn't know what rear brakes it has or front brakes right. cause it's been, mod- you know, so the calipers have been upgraded and everything. Yeah. It has rear disc brakes yeah. off like a Corrado or something, but he doesn't know. So he has to get pads for it and rotors. He doesn't know what to get. Right. So he has to go and get the part numbers and do all that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at least these days, you know, I mean, you can type that shit in on online and, and actually pull that information. But I mean, I see, you know, like for gremlins and stuff for stuff to go wrong down the line, like it's, it's gotta be basically you servicing it or unless you know someone that has that experience or the person that built it needs to keep keep servicing. That's tricky. But that being said, I'm all for it. Like I have nothing, like there are a few uh, that I'm against and I've mentioned it before. Like I think like an Integra type R, for example, like one of the coolest things about that car is the motor that's in it. And it's like a perfect pairing with that chassis. And like I see people put K twenties in those cars and it's like, it doesn't make any, 
any sense to me. Like it, it's so weird, you know? Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of a purist in that sense, but like, shit, I, I'm not kidding. I would, if, if, you know, if things work out here and down the line, I would seriously consider putting like, a what is it? The M157, the, the 6.3 liter AMG and a motor in the 500 SEC, like Hell pull yeah. that motor out, do like a mechatronic, like really clean, modern drivetrain in that thing. Like, so rad. like, I mean, it just, it would look exactly the same, maybe a little bit wider wheels and something <laughs> wider rubber, but like outside of that, like you wouldn't know, you know? And I mean, so I would this, be down for that. The swap that we're doing at the shop right now is <clears throat> my boss who's in 240Zs. We have a CLK 430 Cabriolet that the top is fucked and it's just a total piece of shit. So we got it given to us for trade, like labor. Yeah. And it's got a good V8, you know, Mercedes Benz V8. And then we just bought a uh, Chry- Chrysler Crossfire um, manual transmission. Oh, which mates oh, to that. Which mates good, to that. Yeah. Isn't that a good motor too? That, it was only a V6. Crossfire motor? It was a V6. Oh, it's a V6. Though. Yeah. And okay. so you can get a V8. You made it to this manual and then in a 240Z. That's wild. It's there's a lot of work to be done. It's all just sitting there on the ground. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty yeah. I'm definitely open to the swap idea. I think all your guys' points make sense about like maintaining it after. I feel like there is like it is becoming more and more acceptable as we go through the years and as like online tools become better about making that stuff easy. Uh, however. You know, if you ask me to compare side by side, like a van again, I think the opportunity to rebuild a stock motor really well would be so fun. And like a van again, you could put a TDI motor in, but how pleasing is it to think about, oh, I just refreshed a type four motor, like everything perfect. It's from the factory new. Yep. And then, you know, anybody can work on it and you just know exactly and like how much money are you dumping into one and the value as you go down the road is going to be better. hundred percent. Yeah. You open the manual, the Haynes manual or whatever. It's there. It's it's there. And if anything, you've learned a bit more about it in the process. And you have all the tools, you know, or just one set. Yeah. I'm with you. Oh, okay. Well, that's it. (laughs) Two questions. That's what we're going to do. We did three, right? Did we? We do one more. Let's see. What's your take? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's see. We'll do one more question. Nice. Thank you. Um, oh, this is kind of, oh, you want to answer one? No, I just, I think there's a special mention for the Subaru swap bugs just because that seems like a riot. Just, I mean, Victus Motors it's was also, saying something about it. And it's it's like, also like a, just a, I mean, they made so many. So many it's not, yeah. it's fine. I mean, Subarus it, it, and bugs. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, so one more here, uh, Matthew underscore Merritt. Say your two-car solution automobiles are both unreliable. We've actually talked about this before. Do you hope one works or buy a new daily? You just buy more unreliable cars, Yeah, right? you just add more. <laughs> you buy a 1990 Mercedes-Benz and hope it's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Are we done with live video? No. No, nah, it'll stay. Go for it. Just keep going? Yep. Okay. SF Production Gabe. What is up, Gabe? Um, you have to create a tribute car that pays homage to a vehicle featured in a classic film. What movie do you pick and what car do you select? I had a quick thought. Uh, two cars, two movies. One is Ronin, the S8. Oh, okay. And just make, like it. you know, try to make it exact. Undercover. Undercover and, you know, people maybe have a license plate indicate what it is, but otherwise people wouldn't know. But a manual transmission S8, which we never got. Um, there was one on Bring a Trailer not that long ago. It was pretty cool. Like a swap? I don't know. If, I think it was a swap. I think it was. And, yeah. yeah. And I don't know how it was legal, like smog-wise, but whatever. And the other is the uh, Ford, um, I think it's a Gran Torino uh, from... Gran Torino. The Big Lebowski. <laughs> oh, damn. The dude's car. Get it beat to shit exactly as it was in the movie. Like have the briefcase in there and the kids' homework stuffed in the seat and uh, Credence playing on the tape deck. The whole thing. That's what I want. Okay. But they stole the Credence though, right? 
Uh, yes. So it depends on what state. But he found it. Him. He got the car back, remember? But he didn't find the credence. They took the credence. No, he got the car back later. They but found when, it. Yeah, with that's the, what with the credence. No, when they, no, the credence were gone. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was there. The credence were there? Yeah, and he's saying, I wouldn't what, hold out much. Credence? <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying? CCR. <laughs> like credence? That's easy. There's an ence. Yeah. Credence. Uh, <laughs> wolf. Clear water. The wolf revival. was there. I, I thought you, you were like saying credence. Those credence were? Crazins, you know? Yeah. Crazy. So the Clearwater Revival. CCR cassette in the car after they recovered it. I thought it was gone. Yes. I thought that was like one of the main things that he was really upset. That I, they took I haven't their... seen the movie enough. No, oh, he so was good. upset. His briefcase was gone. The briefcase was gone for sure. Yeah. Um, damn. So it has to be. It's not a tribute in the sense that like you can livery up a, a one car to look like the other. It has to be the same car. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're you're basically building a car from a movie. Right. Which okay. what car? What movie? Hmm. Brian? Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. Hell yeah, bro. White letters <laughs> out. Yeah. Steel wheels. So, yeah. I hate Herbie so recreation. fucking though. lame, though. I know. God, he'd be so, there's so many. There are, there are a lot. They kind of look good, though. That had a great stance in yeah, that particular movie. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just kind of spitballing whatever's I'm more about the, the later one with what's her name for Mean Girls, Lindsay Lohan. Oh my god! Right, what about the this. Jeep from Clueless? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, wait, just a Jeep, just yeah. a red Jeep, just a Jeep. Dare we say bullet? Given all the news, nah, nah. it's just like the go-to. God, it's been done. That's like default. Yeah. Times. It's like the one, right? Yeah, yeah. Ford's done it a million times too. You know? yeah, exactly. Every every, like every, every, every fucking Mustang. the new one they have the blue bullet. bullet. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. one's ever made a McLaren F1 uh, movie star. <laughs> nope. How about a 917 from Le Mans? Oh, just the but night, that's just a nine seventeen. it's not really good for this. Uh, I'm question. looking for loopholes here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. I mean, just being in the Radwood mindset, Michael Knight. You know, I want to do that Trans Am. Uh, that. Oh. What the hell was that car called? It had a name. Kit. Kit. Kit sorry. Jesus. Oh wow. yeah. I, I apologize. But that's no. been done a billion times too. <laughs> yeah. And that's when so... have you seen one though? Uh, I don't know. I haven't Brian, seen Brian, one in person. Go. The Bosemobile. Fuck yeah. Thrashing. How about a, the Homer Mobile? Nope. <laughs> How about the, what about the, what was the dog nope. called? The, the dog car. Muttmobile. Muttmobile. The Mutt Van. <laughs> Mutt yeah, that's a great answer. Dude, that Everyone would love that. What yes. was the one that Anthony Kiedis drove and flee in that one movie? The, the big truck that they flip it. Oh, it's, a, it's off-road. <laughs> in the chase with Charlie Sheen. Oh, with the, he drives the E36. Christy Swanson. Yeah. How about A-Team Van? Eighteen that's pretty good. good. One in my hood. You Warren took a really Solomon, good picture. Yeah. Of that. Dude, that picture was amazing. That was you. Yeah. Good timing. Yeah. <laughs> Best picture ever. <laughs> I didn't think it was that good. I almost didn't post it. Dude, seeing the eighteen van in oh, general is a very stoked. good picture, right? No really matter stoked. where it is, even yeah. if you got phone poles in the background. I know. No, it's cool. We're <laughs> seeing it with that view. I know. Dude, it looked like it like... could have been a, screen, a screenshot from the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Dude, yeah. Dude, dude, I was dude. up there for seventeen hours <laughs> waiting <laughs> for something to happen. I'll take the. Oh, I'll I take the real Ferrari. 250 from from Ferris. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Actually, it'd be a, it'd be a Datsun, uh, That's true. No, yeah. creation. It would be a, I think it was a must, a Ford V8 in it. Was it? I think so. It was the chassis though. That makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't a Datsun one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because the Datsun ones look fake too. Oh, yeah. yeah they the usually like really they use the A, they use the A pillar. Yeah, the yeah, windshield. Yeah. Uh, the one car that I absolutely would love to own, and it's not really a tribute, a tribute, it's a completely stock car, but the 965, the 911, the 911 Turbo, is it a 3.8? No, 3.6 and, from Bad Boys. Is it a 3.6? Yeah, they didn't yeah, make Bad it. Boys? Yeah. It's a 3.6, so it's the, the yeah, 3.6, 965. Yeah. Yeah, that oh, what about so sick with the French speed fry, lines. French fry between the seat. I can't get my fingers there. No cup holder. Yeah, there no cup holder. Uh, it's a dick, it? and we're just the balls dragging it along. <laughs> wow, you know you're bad boys. Hell yeah, That's, dude! The race against the Cobra at the end, where they have to go. There's the wall opening, and there's only room for one car to fit through. So whichever car is fastest makes it, and the other one hits the wall. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? Porsche wins. Spoiler alert. Um, the bad guys from Boys in the Hood. They drive a red Nissan Sentra. Oh, that's the <laughs> How about the sidekick from uh, with the Chris Rock movie? See before. Oh, from, dang! With the Will uh, with yeah. the Daytons or whatever. Yeah, it's not bad too. Pretty dope. Or the Mustang. Um, the Mustang in shoot. Uh, Boys in the Hood. No, not Boys in the Hood. The other one. 
Menace to, Menace to Society. Marie steals the Mustang 5 0. Mm-hmm. That thing was pretty dope. How about the convertible Valiant in North Shore? That, uh, uh, or whatever it is. I don't even think it's a Valiant. Oh, how about the Chevy truck from Days Confused? Uh, oh, few. good with the black good one. one. There's a few in Days Confused. Actually, the one yeah. that I would really like to own, we've seen it now in person, but uh, I forget the guy's name. Uh, the Marty McFly a four runner. That's not a bad That's call. That's a sick truck. Yeah. Oh, is it not a four runner? It's, it's a, four just runner. a uh, four by four, right? Yeah. Two out of four by four. That thing's sick. Okay. Uh, bad rabbit habit. What are your thoughts on mismatched front seats? Terrible. Like, like a oh. set of black cloth Recaros in black leather pleather interior. Hmm. Oh. So, oh, so like that, stock, that's not bad. The front seats are matching, or yeah, the yeah. driver's yeah. seat is no. Matching. He's saying the front seats match, but it's different. Like, like it's a it's a stock rabbit, but you have like two black. Ricaros I don't think that's bad. As long, if it's full raced out, then it's no problem. What do you think but, when there's like a racing seat, and then the passenger seat is is like so, almost stock? I don't. I don't like it. Uh, well, it, in vintage cars, they came that way a lot. So like Porsches, you could spec out. A sport driver's seat back in like the 60s and 70s and stuff. But you could leave the passenger seat yeah, normal. Yeah, you would leave the passenger seat That's normal cool. for your spouse or whatever. Because yeah. they're not in it when you're like driving the canyons and stuff. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. But the front to back is what he's asking. But though they would still be matching fabrics yeah. and everything like that. Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't like it. It, I mean, it, it's not like the end of the world. Dude, that's not but... bad though. In like a rabbit where it just has vinyl bench back seat and he's going to have black... Uh, cloth Recaro's in the front. That's so clean. Right. I think. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, it's not like a telephone pole growing out of my sunroof or anything like that. Yeah, he says that shit, and then he takes a picture today with a big old oil stain on the ground and, like, like these poles. And the shit. poles are fine. They're framed. How about the oil stain on the ground, dude? Why didn't you fucking clean that up? Because it's part of the industrial no, environment, dude. It, dude. No, it didn't look good. It was, <laughs> that, that bugged the shit. I mean, I always get all this. All right, out. all right. Different strokes for different folks. I can only imagine what they say about my pictures. A lot. Um, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shit talkers. Unlimited funds for a restoration project, but purely for professional, uh, for personal nostalgic reasons. So he cites a uh, Tercel wagon as an example. Which family hauler, first beater, neighbor's whip would you hunt down and resurrect? It's hmm. a tough question. Well, it's not that tough because there's only so many, right, that you would have had when you were young. But it's like neighbor's cars, like car you saw on the way to school every day. Yeah. There's oh, a lot of that stuff, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know which one for sure. Yeah. The car I was driven home in, it was a night, like early 70s, I don't know, maybe 73, uh, Toyota Corolla SR5. Can't have it. You can't say the name. Two-door? Two-door. It was a two-door? Two-door. Oh. Huh. Yeah. That'd be T-E-27. cool. TE27. Yeah. TE27. Mango, huh. if you want to be very specific. Mango. That's the code name. Wow, I like it. Um, I don't really have one that was like iconic. Just had a lot of cars. Yeah, and, I don't know if I really. Yeah, there's nothing that really stood out. I mean, there's some stuff my grandfather had way back, and that way of pictures of it. That'd be like unbelievable to find that car or something. Mm. Actually, never thought of that. That'd be really cool somehow to track that down. But um, yeah, nothing that like has a really strong pull for me. I'd restore the uh, Nissan pickup. Yeah. Maybe my Mark K24. II. Yeah, Mark yeah, II GTI. Mark II GTI. That'd be pretty rad. And I it, mean, I still yearn for another 914, and my hmm. second car was a 914. Find that thing. And I'd also love to... Oh, my Sidewinder, dude. Oh, oh that's my... Oh, like, retain it. Yeah, yeah I need all. that. Yeah. Yep. I'd, I'd be down to do the P1800 that I had pictures of when I was a little kid. Sidewinder is a 79 Rabbit C Coupe, by the way. Rarest of the rare. Yep. Painted by Lane. Fucked up by Lane. Angry Bird GTI. What's the most underrated car mod you guys think exists? What's the most overrated? Keep up the great work, guys. Catching up on almost three weeks of DWA after my honeymoon is pretty great. Hashtag Yoho. Wow. Congrats, mm-hmm. man. That's awesome. Awesome. Congrats. Um, on catching up, you mean? Yeah, on catching, <laughs> catching up. Thank God. I don't uh, know what why you missed it, but... Uh, tires. So, but is that underrated? Absolutely. It's not underrated. I feel like it's not. Absolutely not I don't, I don't think it is these days. Absolutely. I it's, feel like tires are... Dude, evenly rated. No. Plenty of people know about when that. When Matt Farah is freaking doing uh, one takes on a daily basis with dr- cars that are all souped up, suspension, engine swaps, yeah, yeah. on fucking Nankangs, on like Nankangs, but, he, he just drove a freaking Lotus Esprit Turbo on a true, track. I mean, or V8 like, was it? No, it's Turbo. 
and just constantly like all these cars that would come to yeah. him with terrible tires. Like I guess uh, it's just in our group and and everyone's really into tires. Yeah, so we don't see that. But you look at like all right. the most magazines too. You look at the cars. A cover fucking ma- a cover car um, on the mag whatever magazine it may be. You'll look at the tires. They're really shitty. Like it, people always skimp out on tires. I don't understand why. Well, I, that's the worst thing to skimp out on, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I think it's. As you said, yeah, within our group, like people are very aware of that. And, um, you know, people regularly ask us for recommendations, which is great. Like, uh, please keep that coming. But it's so crazy to me to see such shit tires on cars that have so much effort put into them. Um, that is my rant. I'm going to throw one out there. Um, this is learned from my, uh, Mark II GTI, uh, uh, aggressive driver's seat. Yeah, makes a big difference. Yeah, like that's huge. Driving in the back roads, you know, we did the, the little rally that we, you know, being planted in that seat. What little rally? Bristlecone rally. All time greatest rally. Yeah, some of us <laughs> lasted like three times the length because we got stuck in Bishop. Yeah, uh, but anyways, it's like freeing up your arms and like you know where you're not holding on to the steering wheel and sliding around. Mind blowing difference. Yep, steering wheel too itself like a, a smaller steering wheel different thickness makes a big difference it's another it's a good point but i think it's yeah. lower on the scale it is lower on than the seat no for sure a seat makes you i mean you get uh you get more of a connected feeling because you're not flying around you feel exactly what the car is doing yeah Absolutely. although i think it can go against you if you're using the car as a daily driver yes so i think there's give and take with the seat there's, there's compromises to be made right? well, with every yeah with every modification no i mean a little bit smaller steering wheel I don't think you have, and tire, tires, Surprise you don't me. have a compromise. We're talking about like the outliers, like the big yeah. ones. I don't know, you know. The, the, com- the make- compromise with tires is like performance is maybe focused in a specific type of driving environment, right? So where you and do money. sacrifice, yeah, it's cost, you you sacrifice longevity or you sacrifice like, you know, wet, wet performance. I mean, for I, I don't know about that, dude. Yeah. I've had a bunch of cars with all seasons and the all seasons are, I mean, lately I've noticed Bad in the all, walls, seasons. all seasons are worse in the wet than my summer tires. Yeah, it's really whether just... it, whether it be Hankooks or uh, Pilot Super Sports or whatever. I why that is, they're the... always better in the wet, dude. And driving on these all season tires, Hankooks or Pirellis or whatever I've had. They fucking suck in the rain. It depends on the type of driving you're doing, I think. Like, if you're actually driving sportingly, like, I mean, absolutely. Like, Yeah, I guess if you're just going straight down the highway, they might be better. But yeah. when you're driving even over Highway 17, which is a twisty road that we have to drive over a lot, or Brian drives over every day, uh, it, it, they're really, like, no confidence in those all-season tires. Yeah, over. so most overrated. Yeah, what's though? overrated? Intake. <laughs> <laughs> coilovers coilovers dude it's just like kind of pretty like... overrated because people are putting they just get coilovers to have coilovers and they're getting the cheapest crappiest shocks ever and they, they have a shitty ride and shitty like rebound and you know compression and everything they're 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 sacrificing everything right just to get a lower ride and so I, I yeah know. i feel like it's one of those things that people do just to modify without thinking about what they're really doing yeah. like do you really need a higher spring rate do you really need to adjust your yeah. ride height no. like are you really corner weighting your car or whatever like the factory put a lot of effort into that and even you know if you want a little bit stiffer springs you can just upgrade to slightly stiffer springs that have been designed for that car and all that so the adjustability minute, wait. comes in key for race cars, right? Where yeah. you're like actually tuning it to a certain track and you're swapping out springs on a regular basis and that sort of thing. Well, and ride I mean, quality it, too. I mean, you can adjust ride quality on the fly. Like you can easily soften the damping or whatever. I mean, okay, you're talking about okay, good. So you're I guess talking, there's a he's different. being defensive because he's get, he has coilovers, but, yeah, but yeah, you're, you're, that's but you, a ju- double about a adjustable I'm, shocks or whatever. I'm talking about a totally different level of yeah. coilovers. Yeah, we're talking about crap. When you're like, talking about the guy, you know, same thing as you talking about the guys that are putting tires like this and that. Yeah. Um, I, it's everyone get goes, oh, I need to get coilovers. Mm. I need to get coilovers. It's just one of those like broad statements that they need coilovers. And they end up buying a coilover kit for 350 bucks. Yeah, dude. that's something. And else. it's just total crap, dude. Mm. Like your stock suspension is way better than that. Sure. Shitty coilover kit. Absolutely. But they end up they end wear up, out sooner probably. Oh dude, they rust and they yeah. and they and they blow out like within fifty miles, you know, one of them's blown out and then they can't 
they don't honor, you know, they're not warrantied or anything. Yeah. There's definitely the right kind of person to do that. And you yeah. pay the There's money for the good quality stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, and in the right, you know, if like you, for example, want to get all super nerdy about the exact ride height and the tuning and all that stuff. And, you know, it's a good modification for that. Like, yeah. And if you is, get the yeah, good shit, good modification. if you get the good shit, it's nice to have that adjustability and, and of height and stuff like that, I think. And, um, like I've driven cars with PS and PSS nines and tens. Dude, they're so nice. Like on Porsches, like going from a stock suspension to a PSS nine or 10, way better ride, like way more comfortable, um, compliant and better, you know, in turns and everything. And you can adjust the ride height to be perfect yeah. right? rather than like buying, you know, H and R's, you usually end up with a little bit of like a squat look and the front end's kind of high and stuff. So. Yeah, that's a good call. But uh, but I I think it's just I I I think it is super overrated. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's like it it's more of a kind of mentality thing, right? It's like, "Oh, I need to get this because yeah. that's the thing." Like coilovers yeah. is the best. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. need coilovers right. yeah. when I could just get like Bilstein's and good springs. Yeah. It's probably a better op- oh, is a be. way yeah. better option than all these cheap, cheap coilovers. Ones. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Um I was one more that I wanted to throw in there uh was uh, strut braces like in a similar oh, vein. Yeah, it's yeah. like I mean, most cars don't need them. Yeah, like an older car makes a big difference, right? But like a lot of modern cars, like they're spending 150, 200 bucks for what? Like these people aren't even, they're not even exploiting it, right? Like actually getting, yeah, uh, the the uh, what's it called the um, the benefits, right? Because you're they're not racing it, they're not driving it as hard as where you would actually notice red brake calipers. Oh God, mm. dude, those are, I have them on the GTI. Five horsepower makes it so fast. Um, phenomenon, <laughs> phenomenon. Uh, what Mercedes are at the inflection point where they are recent enough to be a reliable daily driver, but old enough to be cool. Oh, this is it a... says, oh, and it can't be a money pit. W124 <laughs> is my call. Yeah. I know you want to go more modern, but cause you've been talking about, is it the two tens? Yeah. Two I just, tens. I think no, W124 I don't think is a solid. Yeah. I don't think Which one? Two, ten, two tens too new. For what? For what he's talking about. Classic? No, 211 is what. Oh, did he say classic? He wants a classic? Uh, he said just what's old enough to be cool. Yeah, I think no, that's old I mean. enough to be yeah. cool. Yeah. I think a W210 E55. I think that's where that. it's at. That's N-A- that car. NA motor. Yeah. They're not too bad money pit wise. Known I mean, for being really robust. Still in that hand built ish. I don't know. Mm. Not, they're not hand built, but uh, that Teutonic feeling. And then after that, they got a little bit more flimsy. They still mm. have their issues, but. Um, yeah, they're a good-looking car from the outside. The interior bothers me a little bit. It's a little it's dated. pretty dated. But, yeah. you know, that's still kind of a uh, – I think there's some uh, sense of occasion there. Is yeah, it, I, do, I agree. It's a, it, it's a muscle car. Is it more reliable than a W124? Yes. What would – how so? I mean, I don't know, like – I don't know. That's a good question. I guess it's all about condition. You right. Know? If, if you, you get, get the crappy, right car, yeah, because right? the W one twenty four is such a nice design. It's a, it is. Like it's got the, the classic Bruno Sacco, really nice great. interior, really nice interior. Yeah. You got the nice door closed. You get. I mean, yep. it's a really well built car, and it and it's kind of, it's kind of timeless. You know, like it's it's you know a really nice clean example, especially the later ones. Like you, I mean, if you talk to someone who doesn't know about cars, could would probably guess it's newer than it is, right? Like, Absolutely, um, yeah. Um, both in inside and out. I feel I don't know. Yep. Are those parts available like for the interior on those cars? Um, through Mercedes Benz, but they're pretty expensive. <clears throat> yeah, it's still out there. I, I, I feel place like Eckler's like sells a lot of stuff. Maybe. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got time for one more. Yo. Um, M. Varshavsky asks, "Why can't the Waze chick say the verb exit? She's okay saying it as a noun." Take exit twenty one to jagzit. I don't use ways. I've never noticed that. I, know, yeah. I don't use it either. Really, I only I use, use it in emergencies. <laughs> I actually, I rarely have the volume on because it always actually. runs. If you, right, you have to like enable it, and it's always running in the background. Mm. I gave up on you ways. Say, I hated the icons. I just it was over it. Too cartoony. Mm. Yeah, too cartoony. I just use Google Maps if I'm using it. The only time I ever use it is like if I'm in a foreign in a place that I'm not familiar with and I'm totally stuck in a jam like and I need to figure out like like literally streets. a jam. Literally a jam like somewhere in LA I have no idea where I'm going like that's when I'll use it. And you're just in the mood to watch cartoons? Yeah. Yeah, like I think Arden I used it in LA. Oh yeah. In the yeah. NSX actually. Yeah. I use it almost daily just Really? For, yeah, it's pretty good with traffic and all that. Like huh. you know, like actually 
telling me real times. It's really accurate. But do you need to? Where do you go? Don't you always just go? It's not like I said. It's not for. It's for just for understanding how much traffic there is. Oh, it's really good at estimating time. Uh, I wouldn't even want to know that stuff. I'm just. I know I'm driving home. It's like. I guess I wouldn't. I mean, if I'm going to work, I check that. Oh, and yeah. I know, you know, if I'm going to be late for my meeting or whatever, uh-huh. and then, uh, you know, I usually have the volume turned off, oh, so I, I don't know the exit stopped. thing. Lane's phone died. It may have. Well, that's an end of an episode anyway. Yeah. That's a podcast. Later. Later. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. Slime people. Like what if you, in my house? What yeah. if you brought snap bracelets? Bracelets back. Snap Well, it's a little hard to say. There's no good way to say it. Yeah.